All right. We're coming to you live from uh, two different quarantined locations here. Ira, how you doing, buddy? Uh, things are good. I'm excited that we've uh, mastered the inquiry technology. I have to thank Andrew for that test run in the uh, previous IP address. And uh, now we're ready for a quarantine, I think. <laughs> I switched it over my end. Hold on. I told I, I instructed you to turn your sound off. I didn't do it. It was it was feedbacking. I'm the idiot on this case. My bad, guys. I pulled I pulled like I'm the WFAN caller who calls up the station and forgets to turn their radio radio volume <laughs> off. So that's my bad on the first uh, forty seconds there. But uh, all right, we, we had to we had to catch up. There's too much going on. There's too much not going on and going on. We had to kind of catch up and and do this. I mean. Yeah, it's oh, this is definitely the opportunity for the podcast market to to boom, and the IP address is going to have to be in on that game. I think people don't really have no excuse at this point not to listen. There's no not enough content out there for everybody. Well, how how are you doing with content through the quarantine right now? Are you are you losing your mind, or you have enough to do? I feel like there's plenty to do. Uh, I, I stay busy enough. It gets. I mean, I wish I had a little more space to operate in, maybe just because I don't know. It kind of gets old just to standing at the counter, sitting at the table. I don't really like sitting at the couch. I got a bad back, you know, it's, it's uh, options are limited, but uh, you make it work. You know, it's, uh, it could be a lot worse. I'd say uh, if, if there's no internet, you know, that'd be a big problem. But like, I don't know. I work, I listen to podcasts, I watch a movie, I read a book. I got a VR headset. You know, I get by. When did you get the VR headset? I don't remember that purchase until you sent that picture of you playing in the VR headset. Well, you you actually you were over like right after I got it, I think. I think. Oh, you're right. It wasn't set up though, and I forgot about it. Yeah, I had I had it tried it out at that point. Uh, so basically, my my sister and probably more so my brother-in-law thought it would be like a good gift to give my dad because you know he's lazy and doesn't do anything, or not lazy, but he's fatigued and doesn't like to do anything. Um, so they thought like, oh, we'll get him this headset. You know, he can play games. They have sports and like. You know, it's, it's, it's too much for him, obviously. No, no your dad, dads don't know how to set it up. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, he set it up for him, but still, it's just like he's not going to, like, hold the trigger and, like, watch the basketball arc, like, move <laughs> to the net and then let go so, like, the ball flies in. Like, it's, it's too much. So I've been uh, – I've had a little fun with it. You definitely feel like you're, like, in a different world, though. Like, when you take it off, like, it yeah, definitely messes with your head. Uh, Very strange. We all, we all have, to, we have to pass that around at some point. We'll figure it out once we're out of this quarantine lifestyle. But uh, all right, good. So you're doing well, not killing each other. And look, you you buried this at the bottom of the rundown here. But how are we not going to start with a uh, uh, congratulations, Ira, on uh, the engagement? Mazel tov, man. Uh, thank you, Paul. Thanks, thanks to all the uh, East versus the Big Boy years uh, participants. It's a uh, yeah, I guess a long time coming. You know, six and a half years. It's a pretty pretty good run leading up to this point. So uh, yeah, it's good. I guess it's. It's good to, you know, cross the threshold. I'm uh, excited to see what's on the other side. I've certainly watched enough of you guys do it already. And, uh, yeah, I think we're, we're almost kind of at the end of the era. Yeah. Do, do you feel like a different person now? Like, do you feel that much worse now that you're engaged? I, I know there was a big concern for you for a long time. Uh, I, don't I don't feel worse for it. I, I you know, I mean, I, I feel like I've been saying for years, you know, that, like, we're basically married already. It's not like, so to me, it's just like, now we have this ring that, like, we kind of refer to as, like, a child or, like, a pet in the relationship. You know, that, that's basically the only difference before and after. Um, maybe that'll change as, like, the actual, like, wedding preparation begins. But I have a feeling that takes, like, a long time. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm the same guy, you know. Same Ira, you know. 
just uh same same fiance girlfriend you know yeah she had to experience it. she had to experience it for himself first to see that not much changes it really doesn't especially you've been living together for a few years now and uh yeah the wedding planning stuff uh, sucks so stay out of it as much as possible but other than that the rest of it's good and shit like you just triggered me on one other thing no i don't know you gave everyone shit now it's your turn you held out pretty good there. You held out pretty good. So congratulations. I don't think nobody's going to beat that mark, I don't think. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, cheers to everybody. Whoever can top that's a true man. I'll give him that. But <laughs> I don't like John's chances personally, but we'll see. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> a venture of a bet here, I say. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that could be a fun one. Yeah. I'll have to, I guess I'll have to discuss with John off, off podcast to it. He's 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 the predictor, right? Well, uh, he, he, he's the master predictor whose <laughs> whose accuracy rates a whopping twenty five percent, and and less so of ones that are not obviously tele- telegraphed. So uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. All right, you have a question in here. Why don't you just set this one up? You said, "What's EBTBBY to do?" So what do you mean by that question, there, Ira? Uh, I mean, I think it's just like my generic like. I mean, like, what the fuck? This is uh, this is obviously like a, a never has happened kind of scenario. This isn't even like labor strike possibly could happen. Like, see, league could get canceled, like baseball did, uh, like back in '94, '95. This is just like coronavirus hits. Like for a week, you're kind of like, okay, this could get weird, and then like Rudy Gobert gets it, and we're done. Like league, league, league over. But I, I feel like we haven't even talked about it. We're a fucking keeper league, and we've been making trades based upon playoff pushes and now we're going to call the season potentially like i mean there's there's, there's a lot of issues with if this season is not played out it's really I, disrespectful of adam silver to just not let his fantasy owner it's a big business fantasy basketball there's 35 of us you know worldwide yeah, that do it. Like, they're like partner too it's the yeah. official like fantasy league of the nba yeah he should be sending us regular updates on, on what the status of our season is going to be uh well, let's let's dig into it because there's a lot to talk about here. I think as far as, uh, um, like, I don't know, man. Like, we don't even know what's going to happen with the NBA season. That's going to be the number one thing that dictates anything we do. Obviously, assuming that the, the league does not come back for this remaining season, how do you think we handle, as you mentioned, things like you know, picks, keepers, etc. What, what, what's on your mind with all that? Uh, I mean. I think, I mean, I think we definitely just need to have like a big brainstorming session about all these things to like, it's, I think we, this is the first time where we actually need a manager's meeting. <laughs> like there are actually things to be discussed in these sorts of the big boy years and not just like bullshit, like mix it up to keep it more entertaining. Um, I mean, I do think like a simple thing is just like opening the league up for one day. I've mentioned this idea to a, a few people. Like, I think, you know, like it could just be like kind of a gentleman's agreement. Even if you make it simple, like nine o'clock uh, in the morning, you know, on whatever day of the week, you work at Garrett's going to unlock the league and you can make moves. And that's everyone's opportunity to try and pick up guys that might be on the waiver wire that could be good keepers. Um, you know, obviously there's some, I don't know, somebody could be saving their number one waiver priority until the playoffs to try and do this. I'm kind of skeptical anybody is right now or was. And like, a lot of times people aren't even paying attention when this stuff happens during yep. the playoffs. So I mean, I, for a lot of you, this is probably a boost. Uh, yeah, I did have a waiver claim in. Not that it's going it, to – there's no season left. It doesn't really matter. But, oh, I heard a few yeah, times. Before. Yeah, uh, I just got to keep putting it out there so everyone knows. Um, but look, you know, yeah, this is unprecedented. 
we're dealing with something that's literally never happened. Uh, the league has never dealt with it. Um, th- there's only so much we can do. If if it if it is what it is, like sorry to everyone who traded picks away. Like it just it is what it is. We roll with uh, the punches and we move on to next year. You know, spoke, like, spoken as the manager who didn't make any trades for the playoffs, of course. Well, hey, it, it sucks that I, I'm sitting there right now, seven two, and and what should be a playoff spot if I win the, the week seven two. And and the season just shuts down off a Rudy Gobert uh, coughing fit. Yeah, but, playoff know, spots are nice, but I mean, come on, we we, we know who the championship teams were out there, and uh, you it would have been fun for you. Maybe you upset somebody in a round, but I mean, I don't think you were quite on the uh, sternum level you were going to need to be when it you came know, to the you playoffs. know. You never know. You never know who gets hurt in the playoffs. You never know what air drops happen. Uh, and look, from where I came from about a month ago, uh, sorry, not even a month ago. A month ago, the league was still happening. From two months ago to where I was a week out of the playoffs, I think it was a pretty, pretty good spot to be in, and just making the playoffs would have been uh, seen as a success for me this season. So it that sucks. Would have been nice. It's you, sucks. Had some, you had some work to do to make it happen, I think, still. But uh, you were you were in range. I'll we'll say that much. And, uh, and uh, there's a lot of things I feel sorry for. But just before we get to the the, the season that was, I mean, what what would you do right now if you were Adam Silver as your like, I guess, give me, like, a, what would you do in this moment? What's your game planning? And also, maybe, like, I don't know, like, what do you want if you're Adam Silver? If, I mean, I'm, uh... if I'm Adam Silver, I'm monitoring what's going on with the European soccer leagues. I know that the German Bundesliga today, they resumed some, like, um, limited group training where, like, it's basically two players are training at a time. Next week, they plan on resuming full training sessions. They're, of course, a little ahead of us in, in this flatten-the-curve cycle, so... They could do that. And then I think the plan is to, to play out the rest of the season uh, w- without fans. Of course, they don't have any, uh, any postseason or anything like that. If I'm Adam Silver, I look at the, the first day that we could return. And I'm going to say at this point, because look, the reality is it's going to be sometime in May or June. I'm going to be, if I'm him, I'm saying, like, like what's probably going to happen to our managers in our league, sorry, I don't care where you were, but we're starting the playoffs today based on, based on the last day, you know, this is crazy circumstances. Everyone just needs to live with it for a year. You know, it's not going to be perfectly fair, but like life isn't fair as we we're seeing with this disease. So I, I'd say wherever we start, let's do the playoffs, maybe wrap it up by uh, July, have some short, maybe some shortened earlier round playoff series, uh, you know, wrap the league by July can start back up again in, uh, in, in October for, for the regular season. I also think this is – if he doesn't want to go straight to – if he wants to do something for the teams that are close, make like an eight-team play-in tournament for the, for the last spot or two. Now's time to experiment and have some fun and see if people respond to it. Uh, I, I think he can really get away with anything at this point. So, but, but if it were me, yeah. I'd go straight to the uh, uh, I think I'm, I'm not going the other way on all this. I think I'm pretty skeptical that like – like our normal basketball can be pulled off right now, just with, I, I just feel like nobody really knows that clearly where this disease is heading. And like, considering how, how quick the shutdown was when one guy got the coronavirus, like how can you resume play and then ignore if somebody gets it or like somebody gets in, we're just going to quarantine a team and like keep playing. I mean, it's I don't know, to me right now, like I don't see how you can control this. If anything, I was thinking, you might just call this season a wash and like, maybe you pursue, con- I don't even know if they're still doing it, but like what the big three is doing. Like if guys want to like go into a, like a compound, cause you're all sitting on your asses anyway, maybe you're in front of family. Maybe you have no reason to 
not make some side hustle playing some basketball and getting paid, you'll probably get a lot of popularity on TV because what the fuck else are we doing right now? Like, I don't know. Well, I, should, like, I make, gotta ask you a question. Make a what, if, what if American society comes back on June 30th? Right? Like, they, June 30th? Everyone, well, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna be sitting at home forever, right? I mean, I'd imagine. Right. But the virus will continue. Like, of course, it's not gonna of be course. done. But when, but the whole point is that at that point, you know, people will be able to get hospital beds and things of that nature, right? That's the whole point of this flattening the curve. I'm no expert. I'm no Dr. Fauci, but... Uh, you certainly deserve to stand up for that podium. But I'm saying if, if, if you and I are able to go back to work, and, I, and I'm not saying that they should be playing in front of fans, but I think they resume the playoffs in some capacity. I definitely don't see them playing the regular season like, like some, some reports have been saying that they want well, like, to what, what's your contingency plan when somebody gets the virus? Like, what do you do with the player? What do you do with the team? Like any injury. You hospitalize them, and, and that's it. But, like, if, if we're playing the playoffs and whatever, like, Steph Curry's back and gets the coronavirus. But, but so, so what? So, so you're never going to play ever again? Like, that's, that's what we're talking about here. It's going to all get tested right away, and, like, they get cleared, and it's like, all right, we keep playing, or it's like, oh, Steph's out. Oh, sorry. Like Chris Paul also has it. He's out. It may be on a like, rotating. It may just rotate like that. But that seems like it's going to be because, like, they're saying that it's going to come back next winter too. So they're not just going to cancel this stuff for the next two years. I, I, I can't see that happening. Uh, yeah. Especially, if, yeah. especially if every other business is operating somewhat back to normal. True. Yeah. No. There's going to be. There's a lot to figure out. And here's another thing I was thinking about. I mean, when you think of like the like the league president, like Adam Silver in the situation, obviously like there's, there's different kinds of presidents and Silver has struck a very, I guess, even keel tone. He's definitely been, I guess you could call him like a players, like a leader of the league. Sure. But at the end of the day, I, his people are still the owners, I would argue over the players. 100% Ira. Don't ever forget it. So so like, I, I would assume that means his, his motivated factor is still to open this league up and make money. That's that's why he's there. He's there for the business. And if, that, if that's the end game, then I get that that goes towards you know we're going to open up and we need to play the playoffs here. This is how we're going to make some money. I mean, so then you're not going to call the season off if that's the case. You're going to play they, these games. Look, they're not going to be able to do anything without the agreement of the players' union, and they would never come publicly saying that they're going to open the league up without getting the full agreement of the players' union because that would be a PR nightmare. And if Adam Silver could do anything. He knows how to deal with, you know, he's never going to come out publicly and cross the players, basically. So, I, think, I mean, do you think the players are that, uh, that health conscious to actually be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not playing? I mean, I guess it happened with the. Uh, I, the I think they were, yeah. That night. Yeah. Ah, you want to get your checks, though, right? I mean, I don't know. If it, if it becomes something, you know, where you're not getting paid, I, mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these guys can't last that long. Uh, I could be wrong. Maybe they're a little better nowadays, but I don't know. But their lifestyles. Look, these guys are smart too. Look, most players say, hey, I have, you know, 10 years maybe if I'm extremely lucky in the league. I don't want to waste one of these years in, uh, in quarantine. A lot of them are going to want to get back as soon as, the, you know, the NBA says it's safe enough for them to do so. So, plus they're all in extremely good health. Uh, it, it seems like people that are, well, it's, it's changing day by day. But t- till now, most people that have been in very good health coming into it have come out okay. Or have been asymptomatic. So, and and, uh, and how would you say? How do we handle this? Well, it's a couple of scenarios. Assuming assuming play does come back, it's somehow we have regular season. 
Um, this this still goes on the sternum. This still counts in the record 100%. books. Well, Yahoo, Asterisks on the trophy. You know what's your uh, Yahoo how do you said see that it? Yahoo has said that they are tracking what's going on with the NBA. They're going to handle it as they see fit. We're constrained to Yahoo, so we're going to do whatever Yahoo tells us they're going to do. If they, you know, if there's if, if they play out the remainder of the regular season, I don't see why we don't treat this like a regular season. It, it is what it is. You know. It, they go straight to the playoffs, and Yahoo says, "Hey, we're we're declaring the regular season champion the champion." Then we talk about putting the asterisks next to uh, final standings and, and and all that kind of stuff. In my opinion, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. personally, I, I'm counting it. I don't see how you, at least in my average finish records, I think oh, like of course you're counting. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course you're counting. Oh, wow, uh-huh. well, we put in all this effort. All the players have been swapped. You can. This has to go in the books. How could it not? Because the playoff teams are determined by the playoff finish. Not that you wouldn't win the league, but I mean, you you have nothing to lose by you know calling it now. I think I'm only going. Yeah, well, I think the play it out. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we can get into it now. I guess who's the uh, who 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 any winners and losers you're feeling right now in this situation? What uh, uh what managers Dur- are coming out Dur- ahead? Duran's a big loser in this. I think. I think he finally look. And again, as I said on this podcast a few times. I think he would have botched it in the playoffs, but his team was really, really good. And I think that, you know, if, if it was now or never for him. And he kind of loses out on that. I think a winner is Dank because he's not going to uh, officially see himself miss the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't think, come on, dude. I mean, I know he was going for it, but it's not like it's, he'd be that devastated if uh... – if he plays well, like he's not going to be like pissed off about us in the playoffs. I think he's also a, a long-term winner on this because Zion just has extra time to heal up, and you know, any extra game this season where they're they're pushing for the playoffs could have been injury risk for him. So I think long-term for his keeper potential, I think Dan uh, Dan comes out a winner on that slightly. Um, any other major losers? I think I'm a loser in this. I, I think I think. You see, I don't know, I think, yeah. well, I mean, it is what it is. You would have been in the same situation coming into next season either yeah, way. Yeah, well, but... no, it's not, it's not that. It's, it's you know, the, right, but the chance to make the oh, playoffs You, you just not... think your stock would have been on the rise? Well, I, mean, I mean, a nice finish on your part, I mean, would have been impressive. I mean, right now you're in seventh, which is still it's like – it... No, seventh is not sixth. We all know this. Play, playoffs, and not, playoffs and not playoffs are, are two very different things. Yeah, well, 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 I was just going to point out, a seventh place finish for you, which you could still get eighth, and I mean that's going to put you historically speaking, you pass, you get past Eric in the uh, in the finish ranks. You stay ahead of Levy, so uh, and you're starting to get Garrett in your uh, in your range now. Yeah. So that's a progress. And, and I think I think any player or anyone who has keepers that are like had any sort of injury, I think Levy is is in a good shape going into next season now and. Yeah, but there, there's no I – mean, look, I think the, we're all, think we're all big losers in, in this whole thing. It just sucks to not have a, a finished fantasy basketball season with a finished product. It just – it sucks. It really does suck. That's a fair point. I mean, well, I don't, nobody went more all in than Andrew did. So, uh, I mean, he was about to snap his kind of – his rough playoff run to the last Oh, was seasons. he? I, I think I was going to beat him 7-2 and he'd be embarrassing himself, but whatever. <laughs> I just say the guy. The guy is out of fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh for next season. Sucks. So, and it's yeah, you can't come much... Any, any, any traded away a franchise keeper. So, you know what? Maybe it's good for him that the season didn't finish up, just so that he doesn't embarrass himself by missing the playoffs and doing all that. 
well, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I feel like uh, I would say like a, a Duran or a Justin probably probably are going to have disappointing playoff runs. So probably legacies were saved to a degree. Not to mention, not to mention, shout out to Andrew, but uh, I'm talking to my my uh, my in laws and just having children who are used to doing things all the time. It is very difficult during uh, during our current state. It is, it's much it's much more difficult to have a child during this quarantine era than uh, than than the rest of our situation. So, yeah, it, just tough times with him for the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's oh. the he's the big loser. That's the, that's the final answer. I think he's the big loser being stuck at home with the uh, <laughs> with holding all day. It's and difficult. Not- Kids want to do things, man. They want to. I mean, they have a backyard. They have a front yard. You can, you can run around a bit, but you know they're used to a certain lifestyle. Seeing you know the grandparents and seeing these people and that people, and they just can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. I mean, I don't know. To me, you got to make the best of it. And like, this is like what I'm making my kid into, like a super athlete. You know, because like, right, you know, right. I mean, these are those crucial years for a, a youth that you, you know you can really mold them, make them into a lefty. You want them to, you know, I don't know. Learn how to use let be ambidextrous. Like this is that moment, and you know he's Holden's got nowhere to run. I gotta say, much respect to Andrew. I, I've noticed that Holden in the videos that Andrew sends of him playing on the Fisher Price hoop, he's not using a, a Fisher Price ball. He's using his Wilson Evolution X ball, which, by the way, is like a hundred twenty dollar basketball that that if you so set it up will track your uh, shots made and missed. So, so uh, yeah, respect on that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we're tracking to make sure the passing numbers are below three. Right. Right. <laughs> every every possession. <laughs> uh, uh, where are we next on this rundown? Uh, uh, let's make the case for the need for a, a, a manager's meeting in the spring and and as soon as possible. Of course, I, I really wanted to have it in my building. We have a conference room here that you could rent out. Uh, seems like that would not be the case as it is now shut down due to quarantine, uh, but. Well, okay, Zoom video, we get everyone on the meeting and we can mute people, which would be awesome. And uh, yeah, make, make the case, Ira. Why should we have a manager's meeting one of these weekends when no one's doing anything anyway? Well, I think you, you set it up pretty nicely there, pointing out, you know, where the fuck else are you going to go? I thought I did. Uh, so, I thought I did. Yeah, yeah. So there really, there really should be no issue. I, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, Justin's willing to make the commute from the bed to the computer. It's far. It's not it's too far. Ira. It's far. Yeah, right. and all of our computers are, you know, slightly closer to the bed. Yeah, it gets it gets awkward real fast. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm opt- I'm optimistic. Yeah, maybe we can all maybe I don't know. I, I, do we do we do we do the sternum again? Do we have to do it twice now to make up for last year too. I don't know. I'm not but sure we have to do the sternum passing. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. Um, this segment called <laughs> "Shitting on Bibsy" is brought to you by Espelon Bourbon Barrels. <laughs> Espelon for when you're shitting on Bibsy, there's no better tequila. All right, back to you, Ira. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was not even in the rundown. I like it. I like it. <laughs> ah, but okay, and we also, I think Paul and I had a, a creative idea to add a little more juice to the league with the uh, the new draft order that we would like to introduce. Maybe not, probably not this upcoming season because, well, maybe maybe it could be because now this the upcoming season is all fucked up. Uh, like everything, all all the standards are out the window. So. Maybe we could just throw it on top. Yeah. Nice little cherry to the Sunday. Um, I forget. Can you, I don't know if you recall, but I think Garrett presented a better variation on it when we talked about it in person. I couldn't remember how he did the odds, though. I think he just focused it more on the bottom teams, right? Yeah, I but, don't remember. 
but but I'm sure he remembers. So when we have this meeting, hopefully he presents something on that. Yeah. So I mean, the idea though is though that we can uh, we can help ensure that the bottom teams in the league have incentive to still keep trying, even if they want to have a good draft pick. Um, you know, currently you get rewarded for getting twelfth or eleventh, and the anti-tanking rules that often get commented upon but rarely mean anything uh, don't really do anything to stop that from happening. But with this new system, we can ensure a night we can have a nice league lottery. It'll be another night of dominoes and gathering, um, a lot of hoopla with little consequences. And honestly, um, like, and, and it's funny, it's funny that we talked about this before the quarantine stuff happened. Cause I'm like, Oh, it'd be like a fun thing to just everyone hop on like on, on a G chat and just do this kind of thing. Like do a, do a bingo draft lottery or something like that. So like, it's fun. We, I think we've all seen that, you know, these virtual hangouts can be fun and they're not that hard and they're not time consuming. So we should do more stuff like that. If, uh, if we can. And I would say the, uh, I think the new keeper rule sometimes has some confusion for a few managers, but the league consensus is it's been a welcome addition. I think the, uh, you know, continuing to invent and evolve as a, as a top 10 league in the world, uh, has been rewarding. So I'm not sure why we would be opposed to, you know, mixing up the bottom six draft order a little bit, making a lottery and a little luck. Those top rookies are always highly sought after. It makes sense to not make it a simple thing to get that guy if you want him. Yep. And one thing I didn't bring, bring up this time around, but I'm again, I'm always willing to bring it up But the 15 man roster expansion. I'm cool to bring back the third keeper, uh, the third, third top of the line keeper. Um, I just think it's, It'd be helpful. Uh, so you want to have a fourth keeper? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. people have varying opinions on that. Yeah. I think people have to see how it works. Like, people have to see how the, the roster expansion works first. But now I think that it's bigger. People will see that uh, it'll be an element. Like, you can't just trade away your whole team. Because you got you to gotta maintain a solid top three. And then you could still have the benefit of, of your, your draft benefit guy later on. But uh, only having two guys at the top of the 15-man roster, uh, there's, there's a lot of room for screwing around. But, yeah. Can you, what do you mean there's a lot of room for screwing around? Like I, you, only need to sure keep your, you only need to keep your top two guys. So because of that, some, some teams will have three or four legitimate players you know, they're in so it's easier to dump guys. Is that your exactly? Concern? Exactly. It's easier to dump guys for, for not too much. Because, because like, okay. if, if, you're, if you're in like seventh or eighth place and you're like, well, I'm not going to really make a run at the sternum this year. So, like, I'm just going to trade my, my third and fourth guy who happen to be like both top 35 players, which is, would be really good, actually. Maybe the bottom of their roster is no good. They'll dump those two guys for nothing, uh, which, is, which has happened. And, uh, that would not happen with the additional third keeper slot. Maybe you trade one of those guys, not two. Possibly. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that would actually play out how you're expecting. I don't know if people, uh, I don't know if people well, care yeah, that kind it, of logic. It, it, it's very simple. It's very simple. If you have to have three good guys at the top, you're not going to, you're not going to sell your third and fourth guy for, for nothing. Yeah, Unless you're getting a top guy. It's easy to convince yourself. I think that a player could be something they might not be at the moment or, they generally average out. They average out not being. It's I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the case. Like if you're talking about like a top 36 player, like you could you could convince yourself a top 60, 50 guy who's young can make the league. He might improve a little more. 
he might have a free agent teammate that, on his that, roster. That's fine, so but that's fine. But you got to convince, you convince yourself into, into drafting that guy in the top thirty-six instead of you know. You yeah. know. And if you're dating, you have to convince the league too, or else we'll beat him. But yeah, that's, <laughs> all right. All right. I mean, yeah. and that's another conversation we could have at the manager's meeting because you know, an oldie but a goodie. Uh, and plus, we have to discuss Corey's place in the league, right? I mean, that's I think that's on the. Uh, I think it has. To, I, I think it agenda. has to be on the agenda. I think we also, by the way, well, that brings up the other things that we should talk about at this meeting, which is um, updating our rules on an- the anti-tanking policy. Levy tried saying that there was no anti-tanking policy, but there's explicitly an anti-tanking policy that we have, as far as not setting lineups and maintaining a roster of guys over a certain ranking. So I think that that policy right. needs to be updated. Uh, to be, yeah. to be oh, using Corey Seager as a model. Introduced. Yeah. yeah, there's been new rules introduced since that policy was created. So it, it only seems natural that the IL spot, your two extra roster spots need to be accounted for when you're trying to make the policy an actual relevant issue now by the league's new standards. So uh, you and I are on the yeah, same definitely page. Definitely think we can kick around. Definitely something we've got to talk about with the group. All right. Anything else from a fantasy perspective or should we move on to uh, some lifestyle stuff? Uh, fantasy, I'm pretty comfortable with where fantasy stands as it is. Uh, I think we got we got a lot out of that actually, considering there was such there was very little like actual players to talk about. It was simply all <laughs> all how would the league operate in this new uh, this new environment we now find ourselves in. It's really the things we like to talk about here. Are it's really our, it's really our forte. <laughs> did you uh, did you happen to see that uh, there's a furious seven rewatchable now out on the. Uh, on the rewatchable speed. Not only did I happen to see that it was uh, coming out, I happened to listen to it today. <laughs> oh, damn. You, already, you should have told me. I would have uh, gone to listen. I didn't make it. Be, be, sorry. I watched it before you did the rundown. So I'm like, I'll just surprise her and tell him that I watched it because I, I, I did listen to it already. Um, it's, <laughs> okay. it's pretty good. Uh, Bill Simmons. It's a shish. Yeah. Well, it's Bill Simmons. Chase, and Toronto, and Bill, yeah. Simmons. Bill kind of turns up. He doesn't like explicitly say it, but he basically is turning on on Fast Eight the whole time, uh, which is great because I think Fast Eight's a terrible movie. Uh, and he and he wow. and he turns on like he turns on basically the whole premise of like Jason Statham should be one of us now and like Shobbs, uh, Sh- uh, Hobbs and Shaw and and all that. Did, kind didn't of Corey come out that first though? What? I thought Corey had that idea that uh, about Fast Eight. Oh, co- really, Corey? Has Corey seen? <laughs> I was like, I'm, uh, I was, I was making the the Bill. All Bill's ideas come from Corey. Oh, oh well done. I, that went over my head. Very good. Very good. Straight over <laughs> my head. It, it's rare that you and Bill find each, find each other on the same side of things nowadays. I feel. Yeah, like. definitely. I was very happy to hear all that, and um, yeah, I don't. It, it was a pretty good listen. Uh, there's some good like one-liners from there. Like Shea Serrano at one point says, I never expected Wiz Khalifa to make me cry. I really like that. So uh, I'd recommend it to anybody who hasn't listened to it and uh, as a fan of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Were you uh, plugged into the marathon the other day? No. Nothing. Wow. Can't believe you missed all of them. I feel like uh, hearing a little faster. Oh, well, I, I, I started watching Fast and Furious, which is the fourth movie, and I DVR'd it so I could watch the rest of it later. Because that, that's one that I saw in theaters. I was really pumped about because, like, it was like the return of like the original cast, um, and I liked it. But I just never really watched it again on TV. So I've probably only seen that movie like maybe like one and a half, two times. So oh, yeah. Wow. So I'm rewatching that one. I'm liking it so far. It's really good. Like. 
I do the, my my standout memory from that movie is that Paul Walker just miraculously becomes good at uh, parkour in that movie. Like he's jumping <laughs> off roof off like buildings. That's when that was all happening in society anyway. Like parkour is becoming a thing. So is uh. I mean, well, is parkour abilities really that much of a leap compared to what they do with their motor vehicles? I mean, I feel like that's well. It always seems natural that they would have well, that, know, that's so the whole much thing. ability in the first and second movie. Right, which is the, right. They were still. They were like. It still makes sense. Right. They, they like did like cool shit with their cars, but it was not like physics defying. Uh, that really begins to happen in four, and then really goes to the next next level in five. But uh, yeah, four four is good. Right. Um, I, I'm still not following the whole plot, which I mean naturally because what is the plot anyway? But uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna rewatch that. Um. I mean, I've seen five, six, and seven so many times that like it is what I I I, I can recite those movies basically by heart. So, so seven, seven's when we lose them, yeah. right? Like that's his last yeah. one, uh, and that's what made this podcast yeah, so, special. They're kind of like talking about like that song that's at the end. There is like you know they're like that became like the number one like they basically claim that of all time it's like the number one like movie song, um, and. Uh, just like it's like a super like guy cry movie like simmons basically said he never cries in movies and like that one he like legitimately lost it and yeah it it brought it brought back some memories of the theater experience for sure was was seven the seven the one where the the rock does like the cast break yes like where he's like uh yeah simmons didn't like that (laughs) that's like that's what like turned me around it like i was already like starting to turn around once he made that move i was like all right there's no holding back anymore. You're into it now, I'm, right? I'm happy to join yeah. you. That was the Rock, the Rock was big for me as a wrestling fan. I need I needed a draw to to feel right in coming into the uh, like you know I coming into the you, you know I have torn feelings about the Rock in these movies. Like him and Vin Diesel don't get along. Yeah. I, I'm I'm always gonna be ride or die for Vin in, in this situation. Vin Tyrese, they're my boys. Paul Walker, like I'm always gonna be on that side of the family. Um, I understand that your side of the family, the wrestling side that likes the Rock and such is necessary to keep the franchise going. If nine's not good, I, I may be out, to be fully honest. Um, out? out. Ah, come on. Like, eight was, eight, out? Eight why, was, why would you exit? Eight was offensive to me. I think it's a baby thing. I think, I think you're just no, trying no, to get no. out of here because you have fathering Byron, duties. Eight, and eight was or... offensive to me. Eight was offensive to me. It was a bad movie. On top of that, the last thing in the movie, they're all barbecuing, <laughs> and they're not even drinking Coronas. They're drinking Bud Lights. They sold it. They, you, you of all people should. Respect what happened it. with that? What happened with that? Anyway. Corporate sellout, man. Corporate sellout. This, this bud, this bud paid how better? That Corona was it. Never paid anything. That was the biggest joke. It was a free plug for Corona, huh. and I guess Bud Light paid, and then bye bye Corona. Did not like that. Like, I don't. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. No. Like there was, there was a bit of bidding for it, right? And like, did, did Bud just come in like all years? Like, years they must have just came in. Habit, they like. must have just came in. Which to me, like, I feel like if you open like, that spot up, that would have been a cash cow. I don't even want to yeah. drink Bud Light ever again because of that. I'm like, fuck them. If, if they like came hey. in, like, hey, we don't want you ever showing Corona again. <laughs> like, we're coming in on this. But listen, what's like the lowest speed? A Bud so lowbrow. Like, could you go like, like, what if it, like, would they would they put Natty Ice in that scene? Oh no! Like, would they have done that? No. no. Like, is that like what? <laughs> like Beast? Like, oh, yeah, I remember. The, the bottom of the, the bottom feeders are the ones that come from the bottom of the barrel of like the Bud Coors and Miller, which is Beast. Uh, Beast is Milwaukee's best, right? Yes, Milwaukee's best. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty. It's nasty. Beast, Natty, and it was like and Bush. I mean, that's Bush is there. the other. Oh, and Ke- Bush and Keystone. Yeah, 
Those are the four bottom barrels. Hmm. Okay, I didn't realize there was a, it was an actual like a, you knew this way it worked. You knew this at one point, but you probably forgot. Probably, well, probably. There's a lot of things I forgot when it comes to drinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you're not, you're not what you used to be, so uh, you know we'll, we'll handle that how we do. What was in the podcast worth it just to listen to? They they talk about some uh, potential alternative casting. And there was one person. Oh, yeah, that's always good. Do you remember Mr. Uh, Mr. What's his name? It's it's uh, for Kurt Russell's character, Mr. Uh, Mr. Nobody. Oh, they, what's that from? Sounds familiar. He's in the movie. Mr. He's Mr. Nobody. He's like the guy that works for that. Oh, movie. okay. Like the guy who gets this, like the government yeah, guy, right? Yeah. Like, so okay. there was someone they offered the part to before him. Listen to the podcast and for nothing else to see who they offered that part to. It's. It's huh. worth it. That's my, that's my that's my tease. Uh, unpopular opinion. I'm not, I'm not a big Chase Serrano fan, really. He's a little too he's a little too wacky for me. But I fully get it. I mean, I'm someone who owns uh, one of his books and one of his PDFs, and most of the podcasts he's on, I don't usually like him. I find him to be kind of a kiss ass to Bill, and we'll kind of go with whatever Bill says. But this is one of their better pods together, as far as they actually argue about some stuff and and. Uh, and have differing opinions. So I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Uh, I'm shocked that we actually had that much content. And I respect Shay because his favorite fast movie is one through, through everything. He, he's a, a fast and furious purist. And I, wow. One's his favorite? I find myself through the years, like I will say that one will never be lower than three for me. And on certain days, one is the, the most rewatchable of all the movies. Five is great. Seven is great, but one is like one's a legitimately good movie, in my opinion. I could watch that over and over again. Yeah, over but over. I don't think you can't compare. It's a good movie, but like I feel like what it does as a good movie is not comparable to like what like no I don't, like Fast Seven does. It's like great movie for what it four is. Four through seven, like that's right. like four, top four of the mountain. Are, 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 sorry, four through eight are action movies for what they are. One through three attempted to be like actual movies. <laughs> Two is like a comedy, in my opinion. Like two, I like two is just pure comedy. There's nothing good about the actual drama of that movie, but but Tyrese comes in, he's great. Ludacris is funny, um, so like that's great stuff. Three, uh, three. Uh, what's the? Uh, I know that it's. Uh, I don't think I ever actually saw the one. Like what Tokyo Drifts when Han gets the uh, gets the boot, yeah. and he's and he's apparently coming back, right? Yeah, which is. That's- no, not, you, have you uh, actually like read how it's like going to transpire? Or, I don't. Uh, I don't read spoilers. I just. I just. Gotcha. I didn't want to see I'm that curious. he came back. I just have. Well, it's in the trailer, so that's how I saw it. Yeah, it's like it made it blatant. Ridiculous. Point. Just it's like fucking like fucking the fake killing of Chewbacca in the last Star Wars. And they they already did this in this franchise before. They brought Letty back from the dead. She dies in four, and then they bring mm, her back in uh, six. So. Has a uh, has ten been approved already, or are they just at a uh... what? Or are we just at nine right now? Is what? Well, I, I know we have nine coming, right? So I'm saying, like, has ten already been brought on board, like approved for production? I'm trying to think. After I mean, after four, cool. they did they agreed to five, six, and seven. I thought they agreed to eight, nine, and ten, but they're going to make money. They're going to make as as long as like nine isn't a flop, they're going to make a ten, and probably a shot uh, gotcha. Hobbs and Shaw too. I would imagine too. Yeah, I, ha- I have a release date here, April one, twenty twenty one. For for nine. Uh, for ten. 
No. Which I guess that can't be right. No, because nine <laughs> is coming out that date. Uh, okay. Uh, takes Fast and Furious 10. Uh, hold on. It's, oh, it took the Fast and Furious 10 release date. Jesus. Is it every year thing? I didn't realize it was usually every often. two years, to be honest, but I didn't, I didn't know that. I think they filmed a lot of it at the same time, maybe. I don't know. All right. Let's, okay. let's move on from the Fast Talk. As much as I love it, I'm sure people are uh, – 10 minutes is good. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked about this Me too. Fast Talk. I, and by the way, I'm happy to learn – this is something I learned new because it, it is funny. I remember like getting you to come to like Fast 6 or 7 was like you were not into it. And then 8, you were like one of the first people responding yes. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like Ira, I, I can't believe Ira wants to go so fast. I didn't realize that 7 is what turned you around. Very interesting. Yeah, no, I think seven was the first one that I saw. I think I've watched like five and six since then. Five's like, great. Yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I don't think I had seen one like a long time ago. Yeah. Just like, because, you know, it's like I saw a movie. It's on, it's on TV all the time. Yes. For sure. Yeah. True. All right. Let's keep moving. Um, let's check in. How's the. Uh, so you have started the new position, right? I started. Despite the, uh, the Corona lifestyle. I started. Hopefully. How's your. How's your, How's it going to impact like your amount of time you could spend playing fantasy at work? I'm, Are you still going to be able to. I think it'll be, be okay. I think it'll be fine. Um, I think the first few days of the month are going to be busy, but like it seems like I'll be I'll be good to to well, honestly. I haven't done that much during work this past year, so all my fantasy stuff was really just you know at night. So it shouldn't be a big impact on my fantasy style. God willing, this company survives this whole mess that's going on, and I'm liking it so far. Uh, working from home is kind of cool. Some days are really not busy. Some days have been really busy. Uh, we're applying for one of these loans that came out in, in this latest uh, government package. So I've been doing a lot with that. And my boss is, I like my boss a lot. So that's good. So very happy with the new job so far. I'm very, very yeah, lucky to get a job right before all this shit went down because that would have been awful looking for a job right now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that would have been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely would have changed things up. Yep. I don't know. I like any, any employer that, uh, that, uh, you know, is upfront about it and says, Oh yeah, none of, none of us actually like the paper industry. We all just came into this thing uh, <laughs> realizing what it was. Yeah, they're all just that, they're that, all that, like entrepreneurial spirit type people, and they like to argue. And I'm like, eh, all my friends argue, so it's I'm like used to this. This is fine, and uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe you'll get some better management meeting skills finally. You could actually <laughs> just like pass for once. Uh, yeah, it's, everyone seems nice so far, and uh, I like it. So a lot of NBA fans there, which is which is cool. It seems so. Uh, yeah, doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Glad, glad to hear it. All right. Uh, so what are right, we've already? I think we've done enough of what we what we've been up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Poker Stars is booming. Uh, the software remains the same as it was when I was playing in high school every night. Yep. Two thousand seven. Yeah. So uh, I got Amy hooked on the yeah. wire, so that's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> nice, nice. Right. For, uh, I'm bringing uh, now that I actually understand New York City, where and I'm watching Seinfeld like consistently for the first time. It, it makes a big difference of like appreciating what I'm watching. Give me like, an example. Of, give me an example like, of something you appreciate more now that you that that you know the area. Uh, just like I mean, they're talking about like locations. Like they're talking about a. Uh, I watched like we watched season one. I talked about the uh, the apartment episode where George has an apartment that Jerry wants to that he wants Jerry to take, and Elaine wants to take Jerry's apartment, and like she has a roommate that she hates currently. And then George actually wants the apartment that Jerry's getting. And then, you know, so it leads into a whole big hullabaloo about how, and then none of them get the apartment in the end. So I, I feel like now as like an apartment person, like I understand like Upper West Side, like, where the fuck they're talking about. Like it all, it all clicks off. And the whole, what's the, what's the rent? <laughs> uh, 
Are you guys yeah, binging yeah. it straight? Yeah, no, talk to real Are you guys binging it straight through? Uh, yes. Okay. Where are you? Yeah, going? Hulu. Yeah. Uh, I think we've watched like one or two episodes of season two. Okay. Like we're like eight episodes through. Oh, it, Not it only gets better from there. So yeah, enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy it. I, yeah, they're, they're smart people. I mean, and I feel like they, he goes less and less with stand-up stuff as like the seasons progress. Right. So like they kind of like work it in more like halfway through episodes in these early episodes but yeah there's enough there that i'm satisfied and like if i fall asleep it doesn't really matter so it works out well and george will become more of george and jerry they'll just all fall into their characters more and more as you go so it only gets better Mm. from here very good all right i see you have uh elon wedding debrief on here what do you uh what are your what are your big takeaways from the wedding Uh, let's see um i don't know like Shocker that we noticed girls that weren't drinking. I mean, I think that that was kind of like a an obvious like a an obvious thing that we were all observing, and we could all easily pick up upon throughout the process. Yeah, they didn't do a very good job uh, of making it not obvious. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not I mean, not that I mean, who really cares either way? I don't know. I guess I mean, it is what it is. We all pretty much know who's trying and who's not. So yeah, uh, it's easy to keep score. It's one of these things that you know. It's uncomfortable if you, if it's early and you, you know you don't want to jinx anything. Like I was like crazy when in the first like few months of not wanting to like share the information necessarily. So I I understand it, but it is tough to be at a wedding and like you have to be a sleuth. You have to be like sneaky about it, you know. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. I was uh, I was trying to think. Did, I don't think we ever had like a ska battle with the ska kids, right? I think we just kind of cleared the floor when they were doing their. Uh... Scott. Uh, no, I re- I recall definitely skanking out there with them. Like, really? I'm pretty sure yeah. you were with me too. Like, we were definitely trying to like do their moves and stuff like that. Hopefully, they didn't take it too bad. The weird, my oh, my weirdest part. thing from that wedding. So I'm, I'm sitting there like in between like the speeches or whatever, and some guy comes up to me and says, uh, "Are you Paul Nissenson?" I said, "Or are you Paul Nissenson?" I said, "I'm Paul Nissenson," and he says, "I'm I'm Dan Nissenson," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> So Nathanson, like like what looks like a C instead of no, an S or it's the same way. So what he he proceeds uh, to tell me, say I'm friends with your cousin Daniel on Facebook. I I, I saw happened to see you and your sister in a, a Facebook group with Elon or whatever for this wedding, which I don't know what he's talking about. But um, he he says to me that apparently in the in back in Russia, uh, our family had a split. <laughs> and half there were there was like a feud amongst the family, and they when they came to America, half of them went as Nissensons, half went as Nissensons. They live in Glen Glen Rock, New Jersey. These people, so not so far our lives, but we're all distantly related. But uh, yeah, very strange, very strange. Huh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You guys got? Did you guys did you see a resemblance or? Uh... No, he was tall. I was pretty jealous. Straight off the bat, to be honest. <laughs> did, did you tell him that? Did you tell him as much? No, I kept it to myself. I just gave him the cold shoulder a bit. But yeah, you guys could have like a nice like basketball like family. Yeah, I guess so. You know? Well, th- th- yeah, I, I told my cousin Daniel about it. He's all like, that, that dude's definitely a weirdo. So now I'm friends with him on Facebook. So I guess <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll see. But uh, yeah, very strange. Small world. Small world for sure. It feels like it'd be a lot of wedding thing to happen. Yeah. Like- just an odd, odd coming together of strange peoples seems like a, a very Elon kind of thing. Yeah. My other fun, right? Uh, my other weird story from that wedding. This is the perfect place to share this because it's so stupid and, and probably like half true. 
but it's, it's funny in my opinion. So I'm standing with Sam and Aliza and um, Aliza's mom and Jamie Mavora's mom come over and uh, Aliza's mom had heard the news that, you know, Amy and I are pregnant or Amy's pregnant, mm-hmm. whatever. So she's like, she's like, ah, how you doing? And she turns to Joy Mavora and she says, uh, uh, Paul's wife is pregnant. So Joy looks up and she sees Sam and Aliza and she's like looking and she's, I see her brain. Pro- oh God. I see her brain processing. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> she's trying to figure out which one of these two is carrying my child. And I'm like, Jesus. so I'm like, Oh, my wife's in the, hall-. I'm like, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Like Amy's in the hallway, but and she's like, Oh, she's like, Oh, that's great. And I'm like, Oh my God. She legitimately like could not, like she like <laughs> thought that one of the two of them had to be carrying my child. It was incredibly funny that's to me good. at the time and still. <laughs> How could you not have communicated that to us sooner? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I a good one. I saved the good content for the podcast, Ira. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I get that. That's a good one. All right. Well, I think my big highlight of the wedding, now that I'm – it's already come back to me probably with the drinks we're having. Uh, but I got like that 40-person shot for Elon. That that was that was the moment. What was yeah. it? I got I, – I, I, Elon, Elon came up to me like three times during the wedding and was like, let me know if you want to get shots. <laughs> all right like, we'll do it and like so eventually like i get elon you know grab a few guys and like we just gradually start like building a mob at the bar you know like in the back corner where uh, our tables I was were definitely a part of that yeah, yeah yeah i'm sure you were in the mob yeah we wound up killing like a bottle and a half of jameson on the shots and <laughs> the bartender was not so happy and it was me. not chilled jameson for sure it was definitely warm yeah it's, yeah. yeah that's how it goes yes God. I couldn't even see her. She was hiding behind one of my windows that I have up, so I know she just wants the attention. Yeah, God. I just we're married now, even though we're engaged. We're not married. Are you not married? Yeah. I, I feel like so the big takeaway from oh Leanna just kissed Ira. I'm giving the play by play. I had video up here. And now she ran away, she's embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Um what are the odds that you and Leanna have like a secret lock in the door? <laughs> you know, lock her in? Who's the bedroom? What are the odds that you guys have a uh, an elopement followed by a real like a like a, a full wedding? Oh, I want to. She'd rather just do the elopement and not have to worry about the wedding. She, that would be her preference. Really? She she's impossible to to plan a wedding. I mean, yeah. you want a, you want a big wedding, right? Yeah, I'm more. I like a wedding. It's. I, don't, I mean, I feel like I've put in my time. You know, I'm kind of at the point now sure. where I'd like to like to do it all. And like, I also like my parents obviously would like to have a fucking wedding. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of I have some parental not that they've given any pressure, but I feel the pressure to do it. I don't know. And it's like I don't know. it's like why the fuck not? I don't know. That's kind. Yeah, you know, she's more concerned. Just everything's a concern. Like I like I told you, the just getting Facebook pictures took. Four hours. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. glad that at least if nothing else. You got a picture of you in a Knicks jersey with the sternum, and you know, if only if only yeah, 16 year old I could see a girl holding the trophy, you know, and 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 knowing that you you know have sex with one, uh, he, he'd be <laughs> very impressed. Well, 16 year old Ira would would have wanted to have sex at that point. I was trying to trying to say that you know. Well, you would have been happy to eventually have sex. I'm sure. As a 16 Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that I agree with. All right. while, while we're on the subject yeah. of weddings here, you know, we got another wedding coming up. We got, uh, Levy, Levy has uh, been dropping some bombs that were uh, having a casino next to his wedding. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, my thoughts are it was really foolish of him to tell us there was a casino. Not that, like, we wouldn't have realized it, but, like, now, now I'm almost, like, we're, like, committed to making the casino happen. We're pot committed. Now that- we're, we're, we're planning now. <laughs> Potted man. I'm always the one there when it comes to Libby. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're, t- you're going to like, drop a casino right next to where my residence is and expect me not to, you know, roll in there and maybe, I don't know, I mean, you would say pictures, maybe, but I mean, I, I got nothing else to do before the occasion. I know, so. I know. It's real bummer to be in the wedding party now. Like everyone else, if you guys, if you guys want to bankroll me, I can make you some money beforehand. <laughs> However, you want to play it, man. And also, like you gotta do an after party at the casino. No, I mean, I just feel like that's, that's like what a, I think. the logical that's play. I'm, just, I'm sure they can give you a solid deal. You get free drinks, probably. People are gonna be into so it. I thought we had to get the drug Levy so that he passes out. Nicole will feel the need on their wedding night to go with him. And then we can go to the casino after the wedding. So we just drop Nicole and Levy entirely. Yeah. And just, yeah. We can't drug Nicole. And then we just tell everybody. You can't drug the bride. That's like rule number one of the wedding. I don't know. I, I, well, but you're – all right. But you said the bride is willing to take care of her husband rather than just letting him go? I think so. And that's on, on the wedding night. Wedding you, night? Have to, you have to like show yeah. the front. So of like, all right. All right. We can say it was actually just a test to make sure for, the love is no, true. Like for, my, for example, at my wedding, like – I was like talking to like some college friends in the bar where I didn't get to talk to a lot at the wedding. And uh, I look over and Amy's like falling asleep at like this like boothy area. And I'm like, ah, I think I need to excuse myself and take her upstairs. Um, so like, that's what happened. You know, like you, you got to make sure like, like you can't just let your, your other person pass out publicly on your wedding night. It's just not acceptable. So, so she'll have to take him upstairs. Gotcha. Uh, did you wake her up when you took her upstairs, or you just you just let her pass she, out? You know, it's like one of those things where like, eyes were like fluttering, open and closed. And I'm like, hey, let's go upstairs. And she's like, okay. And then like we went upstairs. One of those things. Mm-hmm. Of course, her uh, her one of her bridesmaids had our key for some reason. I still don't really understand. And we had to track her down, and she wasn't picking up her phone. It's a whole fucking thing. So yeah, hmm. yeah. The things that I don't think. No, nope. make sure wedding. you have your wedding. You're because uh, the night before she had the the wedding suite, and I was in like some other room. So like, yeah, getting back to the to the hotel to the wedding suite was a real issue. Hmm. Very important to keep your mind on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we have. If, many you, if, you, have, if you have good groomsmen, they'll make, they'll make sure that you know you're not being put out anywhere. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. So what, where are you, what are you thinking for your uh, bachelor party at this point, Ira? My bachelor party. I, I I can go to a lot of. I guess I have like two main main dilemmas when it comes to the bachelor party, which is like, yeah, I, at the simple part, it's like, I'd love to like. It's very tempting to do like you know destination, Palooza, but then I also like want to be like welcoming and like inclusive. So I have like kind of competing mindsets, you know, that I'm a that I need to come to grips All with right. before so, making any decisions. Well- Let's let's just play like you know. This is our podcast here. I'm I'm pouring a, another small drink here. So let's just have a let's have a. <laughs> Sorry, lie down on the couch. Let's have right? an open chat here. Assuming that money was no issue for for any of your guests that you want to be there, where would you be going? Where would I be going? 
I mean, I know it in the Vegas thing, so I mean, obviously that's that is appeal. Uh, and Disney's Disney, but like I, I know Disney well enough, and it doesn't it doesn't offer the bachelor things that I've. Like, I've been ba- I've been you know? back channeling the, the the Vegas thing for you for your bachelor party for like three years now. So don't, you know, I, I I agree that your bachelor party should be in Vegas. So so personally, I think that's a that's a good thing. We'll have some we'll have some victims. Yeah, sorry, Justin, he won't be attending, but uh, <laughs> he's gonna kill me. <laughs> Let's take another 10 seconds out for a station I know. <laughs> this Bibsy Burn brought to you by Esplan on your tequila. There will be no burn from this tequila. It is so smooth. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I got I to give it work on, I think. Because I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to. I understand. I was also in the same boat where I didn't want to make people. But look. We're we're a little bit older now. You, you may be able to get a solid crew to Vegas. We've never done Vegas as a group. Still, we're thirty. Can, can yeah, I tell you something? Yeah. My last boss before I changed uh, jobs. <laughs> we were at our holiday party or no holiday uh, staff meeting, whatever. And she's we were talking about Vegas. I'm like, oh, I've never been to Vegas. She's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, huh? I'm like, what? And she's like, ah, I just thought you would have been to Vegas by now. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> So if my boss is saying that, she's shocked that I haven't been to Vegas, you know, and we haven't been as a group, you know. I'm just saying, it's now or never. You never said you never said foot. I went on like um, when I went to Lakeview, we had like uh, these like short trips. So like one, like we did like a camp trip to we did, like a Vegas? night in Vegas, and then we did like the Grand Canyon and um, Flagstaff or whatever hmm. that is or whatever. But I've never done like as a. 21 plus in Vegas. Hmm. Gotcha, so, gotcha. It's, it, yeah, I mean, it's the time. It's Tis the season, Ira. Yeah, you also have to be mindful. Tis the season. Tis the season? Yeah, like, I gotta be mindful. I mean, I don't know. People might be aging out, you know? I mean, not that I'm aging out, but I'm concerned about mandum, you know, whether they can still hang. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a legitimate who are, question. Who are the, we'll your see, biggest uh, risks that they can't hang in Vegas? And who, are, who do you think will have a strong showing in Vegas? Biggest hang. Biggest risks. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, Trevor, no, Trevor could crash a bird oh, out wow. there. I don't know. There, well, there, there, there are rules to be followed in Vegas. And, you know, he's he's not always a rule follower when he gets that uh that tipsy. You know, you, you gotta be mindful of those kinds of loose cannons. You know. I have on the video feed who's like dying on the couch. <laughs> Oh man, I hope Trev listens. To He's not going to, but I hope he listens and and, and hears Ira calling him soft. This is great. This is great. I'm sure John will cut the clip and you know play. Oh man, <laughs> if he ever comes back to that apartment, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I will see. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's many of our friends who I'm sure tolerance wise, you know, I don't know if they could keep up. It, it, it's an open question. I gotta say, I've been, I, I've been I, building I, my tolerance through this. Uh, quarantine situation because I've been drinking like wine like three to four nights a week with dinner and like having half a bottle because Amy can't have any. So I- I'm ready to go, man. I- I'm I'm prepping. I'm, say, I'm, I'm curious. Prepping. I think I think the, the Levy and Garrett bachelor parties will be very telling about you know where things really stand. You know? with, with with who can hang. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I don't. What's the if you can't hang? What's the point? You know, it's, it's Vegas. You know, you get you got to come to play or you know. 
Might as well go home. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a serious environment. So all, all I know is, yeah, I I gotta I gotta get a brainstorming sheet down because I I feel like I have lots of ways to fuck with you. So uh, so I just gotta get that <laughs> on paper so I don't forget. All right. And if, we got anything else going on here? No, let's, I mean, let's get a quick check. Who knows when we're going to be back? I mean, how's, how's Paulina doing? Anything new? And how's the, uh, you know, you, you only go through this period a couple times in life, right? Maybe when uh, you're oh, watching your little on. baby come along. It, no more than two, man. No more than two. No more than that, two. Well, that, you know, that'd be a threat family, man. You got to be careful. That's just you know, it's, 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 uh, not me. Oof. <laughs> Okay, I hope that's the case. You keep telling yourself that. We'll I would like, I would like twins on the first shot, but twins on the second shot would be devastating financially. I don't. <laughs> I'm hearing about these people that are having three and four kids uh, by choice, and I'm just like, oh, I, I couldn't handle that. Um, doing well. We're at like 18 weeks now. I think it's the size of a banana. I'm told. Uh, cool. Yeah. Ripe banana or like mushy banana? Well, regardless, it's the same size. I think. Yeah, probably. That's bananas probably be bananas. Bananas, bananas vary <laughs> quite a bit, though. <laughs> My know. big question was like last week. It was like the, you know they're like, oh, it's the size of a, of a large onion, and now it's a banana. And I'm like, well, how did it go from an onion to a banana? That's like a metamorphosis. <laughs> like a bite into a Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like if I were to change from like a baseball to a boomerang. Like that, those things are not equivalent in in, in anything. So I, I found that interesting. So anyway, yeah, things are, you know, it's going good. Apparently the baby can start to hear soon. So uh, I'm going to start reading it. Some Harry Potter, I think. I stole that from uh, my, my friend Jess. She had a kid about a, uh, eight months ago or so. So she was reading the kid Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. So I mean, uh, we did just have the Harry Potter discussion like yesterday. Well, that's, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm cool to like reread them now to, to the child and do the voices and stuff like that. I feel like I'd be good at that. That's all right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that could be fun too. Actually, that's what one of Liana's co-teachers is doing that, and I was like, "You have to start doing that." And she had no interest. Her teachers doing what? Her co-teachers doing like, what? or like she's like reading. She's reading Harry Potter to her students, I guess. Oh, even cool. though like they're like zooming now too. Uh, so what's the age shit. for like? So I I saw something on Twitter. Some woman was like reading Harry Potter to her seven and nine year old, and they were they were on this like she's like I'm about to read the last three chapters of Deathly Hallows. I'm like. Can a seven oh, no way. I'm like, can a seven no handle yeah. Deathly Hollows? Like, definitely not. That's what. Well, that's, not, well, that's what's weird now, right? Because we were introduced to Harry Potter. We we're the perfect class, right? We started. Yeah. When we were. Yeah. We grew up with the book. Yeah, it was, we, we, it was perfect. The book was age appropriate for us at all all stages of the book. But like, now if I were to tell, like, you know, if my kid is eight years old, I'm like, oh, you should start reading Harry Potter. She can handle the first two books, but then like. What am I to tell her to stop? Yeah. Well, well, how quickly should we read the books? I mean, that's the question. I don't know. You gotta, no more than a month. You gotta, yeah. Well, you got. I think you got to like space them out, probably. Like, I mean, because the books came out like every year when we were growing up. So like but, we but, were but able to how, grow but, up but there, and grow into it. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm done. Like, can I read the next one? Like, like I'll be like, yeah, but only if you reread it again when you're like 14. Is <laughs> that what I have to do? <laughs> <laughs> when you understand it more, like is that what I have to yeah. do? Well, that's the beauty of the book. I mean, even reading it, even reading it when I was fucking twenty nine, you know, I was still picking up new things. Yeah, like, it's, it's uh, true. It's true. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Like that fucking like that's that uh, Harry Dumbledore conversation where Dumbledore almost tells him about Snape and like why he trusts server Snape. Like, uh, uh, I gotta. Way, I think you are you you're, are you moving you're moving something on your end. It's giving some sort of like oh like shuddering noise. Is that better? You stop now. It's fine. My, but if you move, I make my bet. My hand was close. Something, to stuff, something shuffling, but whatever. I haven't done anything different. Sorry, but... sorry to our listeners. Hmm. Very strange. It might be the wire. I don't know. How about yeah? Like I hear it. Uh, the better, but whatever. It could be my shirt. You know, know. it stops when you stop moving, basically. Okay, but I'll try not whatever. to move. Mike's too sensitive. <sighs> but no, I'm, uh, yeah, that. Well, obviously, I think I've always one of the biggest sentences of having children is definitely just being a child with them. So, yeah, so I'll, I feel like I've been uh, maintaining my childish ways for whatever that moment comes. Harry Potter will be a staple. It has to be. I think Harry Potter and basketball, those are the things we want to pass on to our children. You know? You know? Yeah, video. Well, I love everybody a lot of video games. A lot of video games. That is cool. We are the first generation that will probably, like, we will truly play video games with our children. You know? Because we're not, like, I remember my dad tried playing Blitz with me one time, and, like, he just didn't know what he was doing. And I just looked him, and he never played again, because he didn't like losing. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, we'll be able to actually play video games with our kids. Well, did you have a Sega when you were growing up? Or I mean, I was like, I was an NBA Jam guy, so like I used to play that with my dad. That was that was like basic enough where it was like jumper or dunk, like I, or like throw your post. You know, it's funny. Those are your options. I had Sega until like second grade, and it broke. And the the only game I remember playing is Aladdin and Sonic. Oh, good game. Yeah, Aladdin was A A B B C to get to the last level. To skip a level, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I learned that very late in the game. Ah, oh, man. The Popo by your apartment? We have a fire truck nearby, or a firehouse. Just like the like old times, you know. Better safe than sorry. So they've been doing the thing in your area, like at 7 o'clock the last few days, everyone starts like cheering and shit for the uh, first responders yeah, and stuff. They've been doing that by you? Uh, I haven't noticed it. I guess I would notice it. There's enough. People, you, find people, people are like banging on pots and pans out here. It's crazy. Yeah, like what they do, like what they do in all the other countries. Is, I don't know why. Wait, no yeah. one's coming by. Hoboken's first, you know. You guys are the uh, quarantine masters. So, yeah, you got it. Is, it only makes sense that you'd be like supporting your first responders first, too. It is funny. Like, you know, the last election was kind of close. Ravi's going to win by like 95, 95 to 5% after this shit in the next election. Yeah, you're kind of the guy I turn to when I want to get the insider Hoboken uh, politics that isn't just like, oh, Robbie's the man. What a cultural icon. He's, he's going to win by a landslide next election, so. Well, everyone's getting the bump. Even fucking Trump's getting the bump right now. I mean, come on. It's, you could basically do anything right now, and you still come out looking good. It's, yeah, give, give it time. Hopefully things settle down. Well, not for Robbie in particular, but just for, for Trump. Yeah, for Trump and some people <laughs> Some people in particular. Oh boy! But what was you on that thrilling? I'm just saying. No, wait. What else do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we made it the whole podcast without being super depressing, and then we we, we ended on that note. Oh, man, do we have anything positive? Uh, I'm trying to think what I got. Um, I don't know. Wait, here, I'll, I'll give you this one. This this will bring like this will leave you probably already heard about it, but it'll bring him happiness. Uh, Levy and Nicole were nice enough to send us, like, they sent us, like, he sent me, like, a, a few, like, bottles of, like, alcohol to say, like, oh, congratulations on the engagement. So, you know, he, like, iced me in the thing. Not that I, like, did the ice, but, like, 
so then it was like, oh, like let's take a picture and say thank you to them, like with our like champagne or whatever. That that one took like ninety minutes. <laughs> Seriously, like, no. <laughs> it took ninety <laughs> minutes. Crying. Nah, well, <laughs> there was a blow up along the way. Yeah, was, Over what? Uh, the picture had to be right. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I didn't know we had such a, a picture. A picture needs to be perfect. Person, I never took her for that yeah. personality. Yeah, no. When it comes to the pictures, that's a no laughing huh. matter. Yeah. Huh. So I think Levy will get a chuckle out of that one. I think. <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah. But they came out good in the end. That's what's important, you know. Yes. Yes. Being that's what these perfect. marriages work. All right. We'll be back. Hopefully, when we get an NBA update or something, you know, we can uh, give a fantasy rea- instant reaction on what this means, how we want to drive. We, the by the way, do we do we touch on anything that people wanted to talk about in that from that text message thread? Do we, do we debate anything they wanted to talk about? Uh, I do not think we did any. We're we're at an hour attempts. I mean, personally, yeah, we're, no, we're, 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 I, we're lacking content, and we're doing a great job while we're at it. So, I mean, <laughs> this is probably our best podcast we ever had, maybe. I will. We can look at the thread though and see what we're missing. Uh, like I don't know that post well oh, enough. I'm sorry to disappoint you. How about all. this? How about this? How about this? Let's reconvene in like a week from now, or like a week or two weeks from now. People are gonna be bored. These topics they're sending us, we'll we'll, we'll hit them pretty hard then because there's not gonna be anything fantasy to talk about. We'll we'll do some of these debates. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Maybe we can get a three way call all going right. at that point. You know, we're a proper radio station. We can take callers. You know, we can have the Bibsy Dash an hour. Whatever, whatever we want to do. Well, we'll call every other person but Bibsy and have them bash Bibsy for, the, for that hour. And yeah, Bibsy roast. It'll be great. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll, I'll call uh, I'll call Espelon to make sure they want to still keep sponsoring us. And uh, yeah, that sounds great. All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we, we know we're buffoons, but we had a good time. And uh, we hope you did too. Talk to you guys later. See you, boys.